Hey everybody, this is Bima Shavery and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I know I have not recorded for you guys in about a week and I'm sorry for that. I just want to go ahead and let you guys know that I have received your texts. I have received your emails. I have received all of your Instagram messages and I love you guys. Truthfully, you, you guys are amazing. This particular episode is going to be... One, let's say it's it's going to help us get our mind right. You know, it's going to really help us to dig deep into who we are, what we are, what we want, what we require and stepping into not settling, not settling for that within ourselves. This isn't about anyone else. This isn't about what's going on in the world. This isn't about politics. This isn't about any of the chaos that we see orchestrating our world and our lives every single day. No, no, no. This is this is going to require you to show up for yourself. So if this is what you're looking for and you're looking for opportunities to dig deeper into yourself freely without feeling like you're obligated to do whatever that looks like for someone else, then I need you to get your pen, get your paper, Get you something to drink, get yourself in a comfortable space and let's get to it. All right. Hey, my beautiful souls. All right, let's get straight into it. If you are looking for astrological updates and want to know what the heck is going on planetary wise, please check out my August overview. Um, It's really in detail for everything that's happening throughout the month. If you want to find out what I've been doing, where I've been, why I've been so distant, please check out the episode that I recorded from last week. And if you are ready to get your entire life together, okay, and and you want to know how I've just snapped my power back in last two weeks, then this is the this is the episode for you. Okay, so let me sip my tea. Hope y'all got yourself in a very comfortable space. Because we're about to have some real talk, okay? We're about to really, really have some really good conversation about life, about ourselves, about the inability to fight beyond our own inner mind and mental demons, right? And when I say demons, I'm not talking about these weird, like, uh, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying the battles of the mind. Your mind is a battlefield and that battle is, is, is deadly, if it has to be right. So mm, some good tea. So for the past two weeks, if you guys got my newsletter from last night, first well, from this morning, 3am, I want to first tell you, I'm not apologizing for that because I move when the spirit moves me. Okay. And I have been truly, truly, truly working very, very hard at trying to figure out why I can't sit with my thoughts. Why is it so hard for me to sit in what it is that I'm thinking? It's easy for me to speak it, but it's very difficult at times when I have so much that I'm feeling and so much that I'm going on for me to sit in what I am thinking, right? And so for the past two weeks, I have been absolutely reclusive. When I tell you I've been reclusive, I've been that. I have not wanted to be around people, have not wanted to be around a lot of different random 
um, conversation. I've really put myself in an isolation because there was so much happening all at one time. And when I told you guys, if you listen to the astrology overcast or the one from July, um, there's a lot of different things that are going into play and things are about to get a lot crazier. But the thing is, I realized that it's so imperative for us to have outlets and for us to be able to speak to others as well as to be able to speak freely without feeling like you're going to be judged or criticized or critiqued. And so that safe space is very necessary, even for people like myself who create safe spaces for others. Right. So if I'm being completely honest and transparent, I will let you guys know that I myself, Beanie Shavery, have come to the realization that I had over the last couple of weeks gotten really, really sick and tired of humanity. What I mean by that is the constant trying to explain basic common sense, basic common decency, basic humanity to people who are complete imbeciles. drained me to no end to the point to where I just couldn't I just didn't want to be around people didn't want to talk to people don't want to look at people don't talk to me don't ask me no question about nothing that you can go looking for yourself because I have the tolerance and I have the understanding of zero like less than zero like if you close your finger together tight 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 in a fist that less than zero like lesser than zero so in a negatives Okay, I didn't have any more cheeks to turn, so I can't turn no other cheeks to understand and be compromising. And I can't be the bigger person because being the bigger person means that I have to allow myself to be in the in the same mind frame of idiots. I have to allow this person to completely disrespect, disregard humanity as well as myself. So, no. Okay, so I had to come to the understanding that. This fight is beyond me. This isn't a fight that I'm even supposed to be fighting. This is really about God. This is about God doing what God wants to do and showing us that we are not in control, have never been in control because this is beyond us. It's above me. You know how people in corporate like to say, oh, that's above my pay grade. See, I never speak that over my life, but I will say this right here is above my spirit range. It's above it. It's above my spirit range and it's above my capacity to reach there. So therefore, I have to gain enough understanding, enough clarity and enough self-restraint to know when it's time to let it go. Know when to hold it, know when to fold, period. And when we, where we are currently is we are in a battle, a constant battle against ourselves. And we think it's against everyone else. But when you understand that you're just a wave in the ocean and you're not the entire ocean, and you understand that your behavior, your thoughts, your habits, your uh, inability to be disciplined or your inability to change or shift whatever is happening is affecting your life more impactfully than it is anyone else that is in that ocean. Because everything that's tied to you is affected by your actions. Therefore, your actions are your own and affecting more within your reach than you yourself like to acknowledge. 
So for the last two weeks, as I've been separating myself from the world, not wanting to talk to no damn bodies, sick of folk, don't want to go into corporate America, don't want to listen to folk talk about things that don't matter, don't want to be the only black anything, don't want to educate people on being black, don't want to talk about how important the pandemic is, even though this isn't the first pandemic the United States or any country has seen. I'm just tired of speaking basic common sense to individuals who are very set on their own ways of thinking. And so what I realized is my tolerance became so low because I was on this playing field of constant, constant overexertion. It's like constantly pouring out into a cup that has reached its capacity and you're continuing to pour it out. But you think that that capacity is going to hold all of that liquid that you're pouring out. It is not. It's going to overflow. And what happens when stuff goes overflowing? Eventually, it can flood. If the capacity in which it's overflowing within is too small to hold it. So as I'm here pouring into the smallest of the smallest minds and trying to make such a huge impact in the lives of those who are still set in living their particular lives, it's like, why am I talking to this person? Why am I wasting my breath? Why am I wasting my time? This person doesn't even, this person can't even afford my presence in the spirit realm. And that's when you have to look at yourself. So for the next seven days, I made a decision. You know what I'm going to do? I am disconnecting from everything that does not pour into me. I'm going to be selfish for a moment. But then I realized it's not selfishness. It's putting me first. It's doing what I always do for other people, but doing for me first. It is moving on your time. It's honoring your body, honoring your mind, honoring your thoughts, honoring what your body is saying it needs. Honoring your desires and allowing God to do what God needs to do. You are not God. You are a vessel that he's put in a position or in a place to be used, not abused, not misused, not mistreated, but used by him and his ordainment. So even though sometimes we feel like, oh, we have a gift. We're, this is the time we're supposed to be out. We're supposed to be. And your body is like on red saying it's tired. Stop pause hey give me some water I need rest and we're still out there we're still doing whatever it is that we think that we need to do because we need to be in the midst of the movement the whole time our engine is shutting down and what happens when your engine shuts down people discard the whole damn car because a lot of people don't want to don't want to pay to rebuild an engine and to get a motor fixed you might as well just buy a new vehicle so what happens the body of work that that engine is within is left discarded until someone else comes and decides to strip the pieces that they deem worthy enough to take for their own personal use. Now that depreciates the value of the body of work that it is, but it increases the value of whatever it's added to. What have you allowed in your life to tear you down to the bare minimal only to be discarded for something else at lesser value but hold more substance? What is it that you have done in your life 
that has caused you to overexert yourself to the capacity of default only only to leave you deprived of the very resources you needed to survive in the first place. We work so hard every single day to love people, to care for people, to help people, to make people understand, to be a part of what everyone else is building and to be unified and all of this. But what is the ultimate goal that you are in search of? Is it inclusion? Are you trying to fill a deeper void within yourself that can only be filled by you acknowledging that you are worthy of everything it is that you are asking for? Do you believe that you deserve to be cared for? Do you believe that you deserve to be loved? Do you you believe that you're valuable enough for someone to see the value in you and want to take care of that enough and preserve that enough? Do you believe that about yourself? Because until you can believe that about yourself, everything you are trying to attach yourself to will not prosper. Because then you'll be seen as a leech. You'll be seen as someone who is always trying to borrow from and trying to, you know, um, it, it, it depreciates the value of something because you have nothing to give. Not that you're not valuable, but you don't see the value. So you can't even turn it up a little. You can't showcase the value that you are because you're so, you're so busy trying to become what they deem is valuable. In every faucet of our life, we reduce our thoughts. We reduce our uh, things that we care about. We reduce our feelings. We reduce all of these parts of ourselves because society says that we have to. You can't feel. You shouldn't think that way. Be yourself, but not that way. Yes, be a free thinker, but not that way. Love who you want to, but not that person. Yes, be diverse, but not that diverse. Yes, be an entrepreneur. Yes, grow. Yes, expand your knowledge. Yes, go and reach out and help everybody, but not in the capacity in which you deem necessary. It has to benefit us first. And what happens? We hit a brick wall and we become immensely drained beyond capacity with any inability to scream for help. We have to understand that we are not God. And what does that mean? That means that we don't have the power to change anything but ourselves. You do not control the pots. All we can do is plant the seed or water it. But you have no control over what grows from that soil. You have no control of what's done after whatever grows from that soil has grown. You can't make anyone flock to it. You can't make anyone value it. You can't make anyone honor it the way that you would. All you can do is plant the seed and water it.
You know, my therapist, and I am somebody who is an advocate for mental health. And everybody needs a damn therapist, okay? I'm just speaking the damn truth. And I love my therapist so much. I don't know if I'm supposed to actually speak about being in therapy, but I think everybody who is a person who's used as a vessel, who has gifts, who has, you know, whether you have gifts and talents or not, whether you think you, you believe, you know, that you're spiritual, whatever, however, whomever, you could be just a regular flow Joe at the house. Just everybody needs an outlet. Everybody needs, I think if more people understood the value of a therapist, they would understand how powerful the mind is. And they would also understand just how not alone they are and just how, even in their uniqueness, how valuable that is. My therapist helped me to understand how to put into words what I have always known to be true. I have a capacity and a spirit that takes on everyone else's beings I can walk into a room and instantly pick up the spirit of the room I can pick up certain it's like a radar internally that tells me where to go and who I need to speak with in whatever room that I activate or go into I have very potent dreams I stay up at night I'm always even when I'm asleep my mind is still going very restless individual because I'm always thinking my body is always moving because it's a spirit it's a force that's always it's like it always has somewhere to go right always has something to do and I'm resting I'm sleeping but so my therapist made a very 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 beautiful analogy and I'm going to share that analogy with you because it really did help me it's like When a child comes to you and they have a bottle of water or soda, right? And the cap is on. You gave the child the soda. The soda is what they want or the juice is what they want. But they cannot get into the bottle because the lid is just too tight. So when they're coming to you to open the bottle, they don't want you to take that bottle from them. They just want you to help them gain access to what's in the bottle, which is the juice or the soda or the water or the milk or whatever, right? So when they come to you, they're hoping that you will just undo the bottle top. And that's what you do. You untwist the bottle top. As you untwist the bottle top, you give them back the bottle or the can or whatever so that they can have what is inside of it. And it's the same with life. The bottle is significant and symbolizes people's baggage, people's problems, people's drama, people's fears, people's insecurities, people's um prejudices, people's preconceived um, ideas, everything is that bottle. And even though they are led to you and sharing, willing to share that with you, your job is not to take that bottle from them. Your job is to help them access what is within that bottle to help them dig through their own stuff. It is not to take the bottle from them and work through it for them. 
so that you can hand them back an empty bottle while you're at full capacity. That is not what we're supposed to be doing. I'm guilty of that. When I see someone in pain, when I see somebody struggling with something and I see somebody, I feel like I can always take it. I can always handle it. Just give me the bottle when you go on. You take my light load, I'll take your heavy load and I got it. No. Absolutely not. My job is to stand here with you while you have this bottle in your hand. And if that bottle is too heavy or if your hands are too sweaty, I will hold that bottle with you. I will help you relieve some of that pressure that you have right in that moment. But once our interaction is done, at the very most, all I can do is help you gain access to what's deeper within. I'm gonna unscrew that top. I'm gonna make the pressure seem lighter. But then I'm giving you your bottle back. I'm giving you your load back. And then that's for you to work through on your own. I give you the tools. I give you the help. I give you the necessary guidance. I provide you with access. I provide you with an outlet. But ultimately, the job is yours to do the work on yourself. Because I'm not God. And I'm not supposed to take your load. I'm used as a vessel to help you navigate through it. And that is what a lot of us are having to understand and constantly be reminded of. And I know a lot of people are visual, visual, visual learners, visual um, processors. They only can process things in a visual way. And that's why it's so important for me to paint that picture for you the way that picture was painted for me, because it's so true. My duty on this podcast is to be used as a vessel. But it's also to not leave heavier than I came, but not also not let you feel like you're leaving heavier or with the same capacity of load. Because as long as we're in each other's presence, we're supposed to help each other navigate through it. But ultimately, when you go, it's yours to take. It's like when you go to someone's house and you bring your child to their house, you ain't leaving their child with some stranger. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a stranger and I like the kids and all, but you're going to take your child with you unless we have preconceived understanding that I'm going to babysit, which is not, I don't really be babysitting unless it's like my nieces and nephews. So I'm just saying, if you coming in with a whole kid and we chilling and we're talking and we're having a great time, but when you walk out that door, you're taking your child with you. That's how it is. It's understanding boundaries and understanding your position and understanding your purpose, but also understanding what is it that your purpose in this person's life is? What is the purpose? 
What is it that you are, God is asking you to give of yourself that doesn't require you to deplete yourself? Because God is never going to ask you to deplete yourself in the name of something that he does. He is the person who is ultimately in control. So why would he want to run you on E when he's the person who has more power? He just wants you in position to be used as a vessel to do what he is needing to do through you to connect to whatever source you're connecting to. Be it person, place, or thing. Remember, take that lid off. Just like if I'm emptying the garbage. I'm going to go put that trash in that garbage can, close that lid. When the garbage people come, they're going to open that lid. They're going to dump that trash in their truck and they're going to leave you your trash can. That container is yours. What's in it is mine, right? That's God. I'm the vessel, which means I'm the lid. (laughs) I'm just popping that top for you. I'm just popping that top for you. That's all I'm doing. It's it's the ability to serve without feeling like you're having to digest what is being served. You don't have to take it on and take it in because someone is trying to feed it to you or because you're feeding it to someone else or showing that it's available. No, it's like. When they say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make the, the horse drink. Well, the well is there. The water's there. I'm used as a vessel, so I'm leading you to where you need to go. I cannot take that horse and push its head into the damn water. All I can do is stand there and hope that it decides to drink it. And if it doesn't, I've done my part. So for a lot of you, you're going to have to learn this week, disconnect yourself. And and I don't know why this week has been set on me so strong, but I really feel passionate about this. Take this week to disconnect from the noise, social media and those ignorant ass comments. And I have to say, women, my beautiful, beautiful black queens. I'm speaking specifically to black women because I have seen way too much negativity in the comments from black women, not on my stuff, because baby, listen, not on my stuff, but just, I mean, and they typically flock to where the drama is, which, okay, but come on. At some place, it's like, okay, there I go, there I go, there I go, there I go. I can't change what you do. I can't, I can't change the fact that 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 hurts. That just really just makes me sick to my stomach to see the way that women talk to each other and the way that women tear each other down. But I can't change that dynamic. I can only do my part by not contributing to that ignorant nature. So what do I do? Disconnect myself from it. I, I don't feel any type of way blocking certain stuff. I don't feel any kind of way by saying I don't want to be a part of certain things. I don't feel any kind of way by disconnecting myself from foolishness because I'm only in control of the bottle top. The bottle ain't mine. The top is. But if a person refuses to take 
what it is that they know needs to be changed. They don't want to do what needs to be changed because comfortable being who they are, where they are. I'm not going to go and snatch somebody's beer can out they doggone hand and I know they are alcoholic. If you know you're alcoholic, I can only tell you, you know, you shouldn't be drinking. But if you so, I'm going to do it all. Well, baby, hey, good riddance to you. I, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I can't get upset and I can't be more passionate and I can't be more concerned and I can't be more you know, um, I, I can't fight for you more than you fight for yourself. I can only show you that I give a damn. But if you don't give a damn even further than that, then baby, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's just that's where we are in life. Understanding the parts we play, the positions that we play, doing what we need to do, choosing ourselves. Choosing ourselves. Take this week, disconnect from the news, disconnect from this drama. Don't engage in conversations of people with low vibration, the people that got negative things to say every damn day. Listen, I don't want to talk to you and your negative ass attitude because I'm trying to keep my own shit together. So yeah, like you have to sometimes be that way because people will take advantage of you and you will allow their negativity to cause you to have a bad day. Then they take their good mood now and they just living all jolly, but you still, now you pissed off because they pissed you off and they done ruined your day. Like, it's not even worth it. That type of, it's not even worth it. It's like, am, am I really, how did I even attract some people like this? It's a test. It's a test to see where you're going to stop it. How you're going to stop people from doing what you know they're going to always do until you stop it. Right? And that's where we are. That's where we are. It's one person at a time. One spirit at a time. God did not send you out here to defeat the battle of the gods out here. He ain't doing that. He's God. He just puts you in a position like a chessboard. Play your position, know your rules, and go. That's it. Know when to not over... Know when to stop yourself. Know when enough is enough. Know when it's time for you to fold and say, let somebody else handle this because my capacity is at a point where I have no more space. I have nothing else to give. And that's okay. That's okay. You gotta know when to hold and you gotta know when to fold, right? But always remain true to yourself. Mind, body, and soul. Okay? So this is your daily dose of energy. I will be back someday this week, maybe probably tomorrow. I'm getting ready for the 4 Oak Cliff Back to School Festival that will be drive-through festival this year due to COVID. But we do anticipate giving away over $25,000 worth of school supplies to Dallas Fort Worth.
And I look forward to engaging with the people in our mask, of course, and our sanitizer and at a good social distance because they'll be in their cars and I won't be. I'll be outside handing them the stuff. We're going to have plenty of plenty and plenty of plenty of resources. We have so many major sponsorships and we also have um, so many musical guests that are going to come through at three different locations because we are going to have the drive throughs at three different locations. And so please go to 4oakliff.org and look up the locations that are closest to you if you're in Dallas, Fort Worth. And hopefully you will see me and I'll be able to give you guys, you know, some love and help your babies get ready for school, whichever way we can possibly do now with COVID being the major component at hand, but it, it's something I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited. So tomorrow I will be doing a uh, pre-launch stuff. So I will be packing up the backpacks and stuff in the backpacks and writing notes and putting them in the backpacks. So we're going to have us a very good time. And that's what I'll be doing in the morning. However, I will be back with you guys, if not tomorrow, Wednesday to give you guys some updates, give you another daily dose of energy and check in on you. We know that we're in a very interesting time, but this is a time for us to put our health first, mind, body, and soul. Autumn is literally about a month away and I'm super excited. Autumn is my favorite season. I absolutely love the fall. So, and that wasn't always the case. I used to dread it, but now it's like, oh, let's happen. I love it. It's so beautiful. But so, yeah. Okay, so I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you all for all of your love. And I will absolutely speak with you very soon. Okay, I love your freaking souls. Bye.